Good morning. Uh, good day to those of us in America celebrating and commemorating Labor Day. I hope you have a day off plan and uh, family time. Uh, do have a quick word of the day for you. Uh, I was in prayer and uh, the Spirit of God showed me quite a few things and I began to just ask him, is this something you would like me to share with others? And the more he began to share with me, the more it became apparent that this was a word not just for today, but for others. And so I went through that process with God. So uh, I will share with you what I saw and what I heard and what the Spirit of God has shown me in Scripture so that we can attain what I believe is incredible encouragement, especially if you are a parent and you have children who we know you you war for them, you, you're concerned for them. Uh, the world around them certainly is going crazy. And God has shown me just how sure his hand is, how powerful his outstretched arm is, and how we are called to co-labor with Christ for the redemption of our children. And I just want to encourage you, if you're a mom or a dad, you see some things going on in your own child's life or children's lives, and you're you're wondering what to do. Well, the Spirit of God is is showing us today just what to do, but also what He plans to do through our faith. Praise God! Our faith is what makes the difference. Amen. Somebody. So, uh, what I saw uh, in, in uh, a dream that the Lord gave me was the ability to buy back your children. Mm. And I kept hearing the Lord say, redeemed children, redeemed children. Uh, we know that God sent Jesus Christ to destroy the works of the devil. This is why the son of God was manifested, uh, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And, and he redeems us from sin. He redeems us from uh, death. He redeems us from the law. And the scriptures tell us that uh, faith in Christ guarantees your salvation, life in Christ. And so there is a spiritual component to our parenting. Uh, this is not news to anyone, but uh, I think the Lord encouraging us this morning to know our part in that in more distinct detail. So in this dream, I'm seeing this process of redeeming children and parents paying the cost. Now, I know that sounds so unbiblical, but what it was is the faith. It was co-laboring with Christ. We are Christ in the earth. And it was parents paying a cost to redeem their children, paying a cost. So the Bible tells us that we carry our cross. And I don't want to get too much into that because I want to tell you what I heard the Lord say. I kept hearing him say, redeemed children. And I knew this is the heart of God. The heart of God is that your children be redeemed. And then the word of God said, your prayers have the power to save your children. Oh, I just want to encourage somebody today. We could just shut off this, this right now and just praise God on that. He said, your prayers have the power to save your children. Your prayers have the power to rescue your children. Your prayers have the power to give them a way of escape. Your prayers, your prayers, your prayers in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, ask anything in my name and you 
will have it. Ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open. Seek and you will find. God is asking us to be as the woman before the unjust judge who would not stop praying. The Bible says he shared this parable so that we would know to pray and not give up. And so I want to share with you uh, what the Lord showed me as I began to seek him for more revelation and wisdom regarding what I saw, which was children being redeemed because their parents were paying a cost. What I heard, which was redeemed children and the Lord saying, your prayers have the power to save your children. I sought the Lord. And as I sought the Lord, the Lord reminded me, oh God, this is how I know this is a right now word for you, that today is Labor Day. Oh, glory to God. This is a word for you. Will you mix this with faith and understand God is causing you to labor for your children? Now, mothers already have labored to bring their children into the natural realm, but the spirit of God wants you to labor to bring your children into the spirit to be born again. Oh, and the Lord began to give me scriptural references. We are talking about new birth, which is the laboring process to bring something to pass that is the will of God in heaven, but has not been achieved yet in the earth. And so we being the ambassadors of Christ, we being those who are to step into what heaven is doing and bring that into being into the earth, have the ability through our faith and prayer to bring heaven's will into the earth. And uh, so John 16 and 20, this is Jesus speaking about this, uh, this mystery of labor. Uh, and this is what it is to pray. When you pray with faith, this is what is accomplished. He says in John 16, 20, most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. He's saying because he's not with us in the flesh that we have a sorrow and a weeping and a lament that we will have to endure, meaning there are things that will come into our lives that are uncomfortable and there is a pressure on our lives that Jesus says it's going to happen, but your weeping will be turned into joy. He goes on to say a woman when she is in labor, hello, Labor Day, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy that a human being has been born into the world. Here, God is giving us a principle. The principle is that when something has to be birthed, that there is a labor and the labor is, is anguish, but the anguish disappears as soon as this being is born. And so we have to get the revelation here, not just the practical, it's the revelation of the spiritual principle that we can be participants in the labor of the spirit of God, that there is a pressure, but a push in prayer to bring something to pass. And I want to encourage your parents, your labor is not in vain. Listen, it's not just that you see something going on in your child's life that is that is bringing you uh, anguish or inner uh, um, inner. Uh, discomfort. It is also your questioning of what to do. Amen. It's your questioning of what to do. You're questioning of what to do. You're wondering, what do I do? Well, the Spirit of God is encouragement for you. Your labor is not in vain. When you pray, your prayers have power. The scriptures say, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. This is labor, work, 
Here we are on Labor Day. We're talking about work, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So the Lord began to, to show me through scripture, Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist, got a word from the angel that his wife, who was of old age, beyond childbearing age, would have a son and his name would be John. And Zacharias did not believe. And so the angel at the uh, by the authority of the Holy Ghost shut Zacharias's uh, uh, mouth, uh, took his ability to speak because he was not speaking in agreement with the will of God. He did not have the faith to see what the spirit was doing and bringing into the natural realm. And so we as parents need to be careful that we believe that we have faith that God is going to do it. Make sure that you're speaking life over your children and not death or discouragement. Make sure that even in prayer, you're speaking life into the atmosphere so the angels can pick up your words and, and do mighty exploits in the spirit, fighting and battling on your children's behalf. Because you might not know this, but there are demons that want to suffocate your children and snatch them uh, away from the Lord. And we know this from the book of Revelation chapter 12, where it says uh, that being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. So this is the enemy. And it says, and the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. So in the spirit, when when a new being is brought into the earth, a being who is born in the image of God, created in his image, who carries a spirit that God breathed into them, the enemy comes to snatch them and devour them. And so there is opposition that you're facing when you see your child who's walking out of the way. But this is what the Lord said to me. He said, tell them to, to, that I said, you can trust me no matter what. You can trust me no matter what. And then he took me to the story of Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Hannah was a woman who had not had childbirth. She had not experienced the joy of having a child. And she was sorrowful. And she decided when, when everyone else was worshiping the Lord and going up to the temple to worship, to the tabernacle to worship, she determined that she would not eat. She would not eat. And she went to the door of the of the tabernacle to pray the door of the, the uh, temple to pray. Why? Because she knew she needed something from the Lord and she she was fasting and praying. And Hannah's prayer was answered and her miracle child was born because she told the Lord that the child would be given to him. This is how we pray. We pray and fast. What does fasting do? It, the Lord came and called the disciples a faithless generation. Then he said, some uh, do not come out except by praying, fasting, meaning fasting brings you into a, a higher level of faith. You're submitting your flesh to your spirit so that you can be praying in more accurate um, agreement with the spirit of God and with more, um, more vigor. The Bible says the effective, fervent prayer. There is a fervency. There is an aggression in prayer that comes forth when you fast. And so it was, it says in 1 Samuel uh, verse 7, chapter 1, so it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her, meaning the other wife of her husband, Elkanah, and therefore she wept and did not eat. And the Lord might ask you to pray and fast for your child. I'm telling you, the word of the day is redeemed children. The Lord might ask you to fast and pray for your child. Ask him 
because this is labor. There is a push against the opposition in the spirit. Remember, Christ likens our salvation to a new birth. What is it? John 3. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Which, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. So there's a laboring in the spirit. There, are, Everyone should be born in the flesh and then born in the spirit. And so there's a laboring process. I, I just submit to you, no one comes to Jesus without prayer. No one comes to the Lord without prayer. Someone prayed for you. And we need to be as parents on the front lines Praying and believing, fasting for our children. When you see something's not right, begin to seek the Lord. Fasting will open up your ears to what God is saying about that situation. He'll give you scripture. He'll give you a fervent uh, desire to learn the truth and to pray into what God is saying, to pray the truth for your child. Glory to God. And so I'm going to pray for you in just a minute. But the Lord told me to tell you, do not fret. The Lord is working with you. He just needs your faith. Do not give up. Your faith makes a difference. And so I want to pray with you this morning because what I saw was this extraordinary parents buying back their children for the kingdom of God on behalf of the Lord, doing the work of ministry, doing the work of an evangelist praying and fasting and believing God. Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus into your will right now. God, you are glorious and powerful and unsearchable. You're the only wise God. You're the one who we trust. When our heart is overwhelmed, we set our eyes on the rock that is higher. Oh God, bring us higher in our faith. Increase our faith. Oh God, we pray for your holy word to hit us right in the heart and we'll hide it in our hearts, God, and pray into it as we labor before you, Lord, trusting that you're praying with us with your spirit and that what needs to come forth will come forth and we will have joy. We will rejoice with the angels, God, at seeing our children mourning and weeping with the sweet conviction of the Holy Ghost and receiving salvation. Some of them are just prodigal, God. They just have been snatched into the world. They've, they've joined themselves to a foreigner, God, in a foreign land, and they don't know their identity. They don't know that everything they need is in their father's house. So, so God, we pray for them this morning with the joy unspeakable. God, we praise you right now for having the redeeming power in our mouths, to putting the redeeming spirit inside of us to pray. Who am I praying with this morning? Lord, I pray that those who've gotten weary will not give up. Oh, because their strength is made perfect. Your strength is made perfect in their weakness. God, I pray they'll even lean into their weakness, God, and they'll mourn and weep and lament and let their mourning be turned into joy. Your word says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. God, I pray for joy. I pray for celebrations, God, because here on Labor Day, we're celebrating those who work. Oh God, I pray that we'll celebrate the work that happens in the spirit realm. Oh God, that we'll partner with the angels by praying into your will, that we will do what you've called us to do, which is take dominion and occupy the earth. Glory to God. I pray we'll declare the inheritance that our children should be redeemed, uh, should be receiving, which is their uh, rightful inheritance in the kingdom of God. 
Lord, I pray for effective, fervent prayer. God, I pray whoever needs to fast will not be afraid that they will receive the assignment to pray for their children and their children's children. There are some grandmothers and grandfathers that need to pray. God, there are some parents that need to repent for words they've spoken about their children and they will turn away from such a mindset, but they will begin to pray your will and your thoughts about them. This is my supplication and my prayer. This is our request, God. We're praying in agreement with your will together for the redeeming power of Jesus Christ to be born in our children. We want to see it manifest. And we know that you're going to do it. Oh, we're going to give you all the glory. God, we give you the glory now. Yours is the kingdom, the power, the glory. You are the all righteous one. You are the all knowing one. We trust you for this. We bless you for this. We honor you for this. You get it all, God, and we trust you. You are the king of glory. Swing wide and open up the gates of heaven, God. I pray that the king of glory will come into our households and you will wreck shop, oh God, over the enemy, that the gates of hell will not prevail. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We love you. We bless you. We bless you. Your dominion is an everlasting dominion and your kingdom endures to all generations. We thank you for your mercy. Oh, may your mercy come through for us, God. We bless you. We honor you. We trust you. We press into the laboring process. I pray we won't be afraid, God. Yes, there's anguish. Yes, there's mourning and weeping and lamenting. But God, we know that as soon as the child is born, we forget the anguish because a human being has been saved. That is our declaration. That is our ambition. That is our goal. We want to co-labor with you to bring our children into the kingdom. In Jesus' name, we pray this because you're with us now, Jesus. And we say thank you. Amen. Amen. Lord God, thank you for this time together. Thank you for this holiday. Uh, thank you for new assignments, Lord. Thank you for the, the ability to pray. Thank you for the power to pray. Thank you for the faith to pray. Let us encourage one another, encourage others, share this with parents, share this with grandparents like this, get this thing in the algorithm. So people who are who are just uh, struggling with what they're seeing in their children's lives, listen, the music they're listening to, the, the pop stuff, you know, the TV shows, the reality shows, you know, all the stuff that you can see and find online and social media. Listen, they are being inundated with messages that do not come from the Lord. And we need to pick it up in prayer. We've got to step it up in prayer. We've got to do. We cannot just rely on other people to pray for our children. We can't just wait on God. No, there is a waiting with hopeful expectation, meaning there's an active waiting. That means I am putting my hope in God as I wait. I have an expectation, meaning my faith is active while I wait. Glory to God. I praise the Lord for this. And I'm so thankful for this redeeming word, this word that says, no, 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 do not, do not grow weary. Do not fret. Keep praying, keep pressing, keep believing, keep laboring, keep trusting. God bless you until we see each other again. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Oh, we give you glory, Lord, for this time together. We'll see you soon. Bye.